record. Let's do it. Because the nation has been shocked once again <laughs> by Tom Hardy showing up, we think, to a jiu-jitsu tournament or just an aggregate, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing? I'm shook. Yeah, because you thought Tom Hardy would never recover from no. that uh, Valentine's movie he made with Reese Witherspoon and Chris <laughs> Pine, but did. I'm talking about the Oma Plata he didn't tap to. That motherfucker should have tapped. I don't know what was wrong with him. And even his brother saying, just tap. I mean. Well, he was, in a, movie, he was in a movie called The Revenant, rap, where he learned a little <laughs> thing about toughness. <laughs> I was going to so, say, like, what do you think? What shit would you talk to him about movie? But we got to bring our guest on if we're going to start. We do. We do. We do. Um, okay. We should get to the, the big news. So I'll funnel your question to Dan, which is, Dan, what the fuck happened with Leon Edwards? You know, what? it's actually kind of crazy because I had actually started to like walk away from the TV, uh, like right when it happened. So I didn't even see it at first. Like I, I heard like the, the, all the yelling and shit. And so I had to turn around, but I didn't see it until the replay. Um, but he was, I think he was minus 10,000 or, uh, Usman was minus 10,000 live in round five. meaning that you'd have to bet $10,000 to win a hundred dollars. Um, so a pretty like, Oh, the fight was pretty much over. Um, so I was walking away and I didn't even see it. So and that's how sure you were. He was getting his ass kicked Edwards. He's losing the fight at that point. Well, I mean, I mean, that, that's how sure everyone was. That's how sure Vegas was. The odds were minus, you know, 10,000 on Usman, which is insane who who bets ten thousand dollars to win a hundred bucks and kevin just to let you know <laughs> you also saw the scorecards later when everything was said and done that said usman was winning the fight as a whole on the scorecards so all he had to do was just make it to the end of that fifth round and then ufc magic happened we saw a head kick everybody loved seeing the head kick there was a put on really badly act and staged uh, recording from the commentary booth that we have become accustomed to. But what was your initial reaction when that happened then, Dan? Because if you walked out and you kind of thought like, all right, this is over, did you let out a scream at your own house? Like, I don't know that you're the type that I see a big reaction out of. I think the biggest reaction out of Um, Dan Hubler that I could react to would probably just be you going, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I did have to go through the, the, the various stages of grief because I did <laughs> bet on Usman winning the decision. Um, so that went out the, the window right there. And I also bet on the fight ending before four, uh, four and a half rounds. Oh, so no. he, he knocked him out just just too late. So I didn't I didn't cash that bet. And I also didn't cash the Usman by decision bet. So there was a lot of there were a lot of thoughts and feelings. Okay, because I again, if uh, there's anybody who I want there to be a reaction cam located in their house i think it's you because yours is the invert of the overacting with dc anik and now joe rogan which kev the internet has gone in on him i saw well you know what i really love seeing i love seeing the crowds when they show the, the, yes. the all the fighters in the front row that's the best shot that's the money that was... shot that's what everyone really wants to see so kev they show that one and that's making the rounds but then they showed one and there was one of their manager ali and Triple C, Henry Cejudo, where they felt like they had it in the bag and had this smug look on their face that just went sour. And the camera being on them was magic. <laughs> it was so good. There's 
I've seen that meme already. <laughs> and this one has so much of the things I love. First of all, I can't believe it happened after four, uh, your bet. I had a moment where I was like, I think I bet Miami to win by minus 19 at one point, and another team to lose by plus 12. And at one, it was like a, in the sweet spot. It's gambling wise as big a defeat as we've seen in a long time. Yeah. The last peril I was when the Chiefs were up like 21 3 with the Bengals. Like if you just put money on the Bengals at that point. So is that the lesson here? Do I need to be sharper on Leon Edwards next time, or do we need to bet the mortgage on Usman? Well, I mean, I think he was, I don't remember exactly what the odds were, but I think he was like a $100 bet would have won you like two grand on Edwards in the fifth round, something like that. So, I mean, like, obviously when the odds are that, are that giving high, money it's, it's away, almost though. worth throwing. That round it's starts. almost worth throwing a 20 on it or whatever, but, you know, like, you got to kind of, like, think about, like, buying a lottery ticket. It's probably not going to hit, but if it does, it's fun. Okay, so, Dan, what does this do to the division now? Because... I love the reactions of Colby and uh, what was it? The other guy and the other one. Oh, Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. When you see that and you kind of see how the other guys fared against Leon Edwards, even Nate Diaz, who didn't beat him but still managed to survive, what the fuck is happening next? I don't know. I mean, it, it is pretty exciting. I mean, I, I think it's great having these champions like GSP or Anderson Silva or Usman who have been like so dominant, but I mean, it does make the division kind of stale. So having him getting brutally knocked out, not just defeated, but brutally knocked out, I think kind of shakes everything up again. And, you know, ever anyone's got a shot at this point, you know, like uh, Jorge could, could finesse his way into a title shot just through his mouth and that backstage incident. Like there's a lot of things that could potentially happen. We could see fucking Nate Diaz in a title shot potentially. Like it's uh it's really fun again, which is which is great for the division, I think. And Kev, just to kind of fill you in, now everybody's looking at this and they think, well, what are we going to do? So at the post presser, they ask Dana the question, and Dana's like, "Yeah, you obviously do that fight a third time." And they mention where, and he said, "You know, taking it across the pond." He thinks about it and he goes, "Yeah, you know, Wembley." Ah, shit, being outside scares me though. And it was like, you know, normal. Card holding Dana, don't show your expressions, was guarded for a minute and then let the guard down for a split second and like said what he actually thought out loud. And I go, is Dana in the middle of a Jim Carrey liar liar movie right now? Are we supposed to ask him the hardest questions we can think of? There's because it was also revealed he cared about hmm. his wedding that much. You know, there's no way. They were like, well, do you care if it's indoor or out? I don't fucking care. Just move it. The, his wife has been so pissed or whoever's currently living with him. She'd be like, I saw you were really concerned about the venue for Edwards Usman 3. Wish you'd cared about the church that much. I can see it. Well, not only that, Kevin, but then it was revealed because they did a Gronk stream, which is essentially what I do, but with a lot of money. Oh, and Gronk God. was doing an alternate cast. And in that alternate cast, he, he apparently on a let Jacob's out ladder naked. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently let out the fact that Dana had almost signed Gronk and Tom Brady to the Raiders the year before. And Dana was like clenching his teeth in the post presser going, Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. I 
Don't know why he brought that up, because uh, I sure was trying not to bring that up. I have a box at a fucking Raider stadium. I want to see it all the fucking time. So that magic also happened in the UFC post We're not rich enough. Dan, you, Raph, none of the three <laughs> of us are rich. We, we need to be richer. We need to be part yeah. of these conversations. I mean, Dan's trying. Not, not for lack of effort on his side. Dan, what other things did we see this night? Because let's very quickly look at some highlights from this weekend. What struck your fancy? Because I was covering fights and I did have them on. I did have a laptop and I was watching it. I was very popular, but it meant that I wasn't my hundred percent self on analysis. So I'm going to be leaning on you. What struck your fancy? Yeah. What hit you, sir? I mean, fight of the night, Costa versus Rockhold was, I think, pretty incredible. And okay. I think Kevin and I, both picked against Luke in that fight, but I you think did. we both have to count that one as a loss because even though he might have lost all three rounds, like he won a lot of respect and I think he went out the best he could have done. And fucking even Dana White said in the post conference that he's not going to talk shit about Luke Rockhold anymore. So I think that's an incredible win for him. Also, Dana did say that he's the biggest <laughs> proponent of free speech, and anybody in press row. Everybody, we all got a chuckle out of that one. That was really <laughs> funny. I did actually of the things I saw, that clip got circulated. Dana White, surprising free, and it's never good if they put surprising in front of it. Surprising free speech advocate. <laughs> now, Kevin, let me ask you this: If you're fighting somebody, and let's say maybe you aren't winning the fight, but you're bleeding profusely, Pretty familiar. do you go with trying to smear that blood on your forehead on your opponent? And if so, why? Absolutely. And I think it's because of the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I'll have to go back and check, but it definitely is a tactic. Blood sport. There's a lot of evidence, Raph. If you're in some trouble and you're looking to psychologically freak someone out, you... You paint yourself with your or their blood, right? Sure. It I like to do like a, a Bob Ross type move. situation. I like to see if I can make some mountains, a nice landscape, some hills. Now, of course, we were already alluding to this on Friday with the fact that Luke seemed in a certain place. And yet that man, his heart showed through it. I didn't I know a lot of people love the absurdity of the fight. I did not love seeing Luke get beaten in a few times. Uh, I was definitely on the side of, as it was happening. A little happening. bit. I, it didn't oh, go, man. Uh, Kid, like when we watched Bisping get fucked <laughs> up. Was, that was a different era. That was a different era. I just, watching Luke get beat up by Costa was like, I'm good here. And then even the retirement, it felt like he he looked at first like he had to pee. But he had his gloves off, so you know he's going to retire. But he, that poor man was exhausted, and I thought, you know what? Give this man his peace. He's good. He was a champion. He doesn't need to do this anymore. So I'm good with that. Dan, I'm glad you brought that up because you put up a post that said, give this man his flowers. So what would you like to say about the Luke Rockhold that we got to see in the UFC? I mean, I think we all thought that if he got caught with a, a good shot, he would go down. Like, you know, we thought his, his chin had gone away, but he kind of pulled one of those Andre Avlowski things where, like, with old age, his chin came back, or at least it survived through one fucking fight. Um, so, yeah, I'm super impressed. It was, it was like, a very sloppy, like, shitty fight, like, in, as far as, like, technical ability, but it was really great to watch. It reminded me of, like, that... Uh, 
the Stephen Griffin, uh, Forrest Griffin, mm. Stephen Bonner fight back in the day, where it was just like a slot fest and they're bleeding all over the place. And there's not a lot of technique being shown, but uh, everyone enjoys those once in a while. So, yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah. All right. Jose Aldo. He was robbery. <laughs> I don't think it was a robbery. Oh, okay. But I, I do think that Jose Aldo also showed that, like, yeah, it's cool. He's still hanging in there. But, um, you know, Dana was really pissed and said he didn't show any offense. What say you, Dan? Well, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, he didn't do anything. And, and I, I feel for him. There's been times like in jujitsu where someone has been shutting me the fuck down and I just kind of do the dismissive glance. Like that's the only defense I have is like, fuck you. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and I feel like that's all he was. That's all he was doing the whole time. Like he was getting shut down. And he was just giving the dismissive glance. I need video of that. God, I love this. No, you don't need video. You have the dismissive glance. It is in your DNA. This is one of my favorite. We all, I I would like to retract. We all three need to submit video of our dismissive glance. You're absolutely (laughs) right. We need these on video. These need to be smorgas together. I'm sure we have yours on previous around the mats. Yes. There's got to be. Yeah. That's one of my favorite looks. Okay. That is very true. I, I am uh, glad about that. Dan, let's talk from here on out. Everything is bottom of the card to me. So I'm just going to group this all as prelims. Um, what struck out to you as well? Like, what else do we need to talk about here, sir? Because there's still, by my count, nine fights. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, me the uh, there were a lot of sloppy. There were a lot of sloppy ones with the elevation and people gassing out. But I think we got to talk about Tyson Pedro looking great, you know, mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Basically coming back after all those injuries, he's looked fantastic since. Um, that was obviously a fight he was supposed to win. He was the biggest favorite on the card, but he won it so quickly that I think he's still kind of impressed. Um, and then I, I don't know. Can I stop really you? Real quick. I guess we have to I, say Jared I, Gordon. I want to make one before we get to the bald assassin, Jared Gordon. I want to talk about Paulo Costa real quick. After yes. seeing the fight, can we also all agree we were correct? If this was in a fun city, he gets his ass kicked. Mm. Luke Rockhold showed up. It was a close fight mm. in Utah. Right? If this was in Prague, he's destroyed. And why was, would he be destroyed? Because there's alcohol there, right? Oh, thank like you. you Just want to get make sure. Wine, okay. you can get women, like everything. Clubs. They have these drugs called ecstasy. I don't want to get this as an X-rated podcast. If this had been in Rio. Under no circumstances is Paul Acosta even probably making it to the fight, let alone winning it. Paris, I do. I think we were right. This was very close, (laughs) and it's only because the most sober he's been in years. Utah. Do you understand that for years they referred to Paulo Costa as like a knockoff Ricky Martin, like a Brazilian Ricky Martin? So when you bring up stuff like this, it just makes me think of the song living la vida loca so as you're describing it i just repicture boracina in that video and that's what he does the night before a fight so yeah no i'm, I'm with you and we're I, all I winners just... sounds like <laughs> okay we can move on to the bald assassin now yes please jared gordon which was a daring pick when i made it defeats yes. Le- leonardo santos I mean, it, it wasn't really much of a daring pick because he was a three-to-one favorite. Um, and I only <laughs> went with Santos on that one because I wanted to go opposite with you, and I think I, I did say that he's old as fuck and he's probably going to lose, but 
um, yeah, he looked really old and he did lose and Gordon looked pretty good. So I'm, I'm happy and I hope he gets a, a money fight coming. I would just like to send the listeners back <laughs> to a few days ago when Mr. Hubler was making fun of my pick analysis. Like, what are you still picking on haircuts? And sometimes I'm picking on not haircuts. And in this case, I liked his bald power. So there you go. There's also a great moment that the two of you were the exact type of talking heads you would see in those I Love the 90s series where Kevin's like, man, that movie changed everything. And then Dan's talking head is actually that movie didn't do shit. Um, I want to point out movie really was wasn't that significant. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about Ang Lusik because the world owes us money. We were right <laughs> about that one. People can could have gotten money if they had just heeded our advice. Yeah, and he looked great, like, even down the stretch. he like, I think he kind of, like, improved, like, throughout the fight. And usually you get a little bit concerned. The guys who have that kind of build are going to tire out towards the end. And to do that at elevation and to put together, like, a 10-8 round in the third round is really impressive. So I'm, I'm really excited to see who they match up with the uh, next. So unless we have stuff from the Albazi RNC and the uh... – the El Matador victory and Eric Ling is this are we entered an era where we're basically judging fights by how insane John Anik, <laughs> Joe Rogan and DC find it now. Is that kind of, yes, that clip was so it was before they won't even the ES. Oh, that drives me insane when they don't release. Well, I mean, highlights. it kind of feels like they're going like full milk boys, you know? Yeah. But we don't even get to see the kick. Yet I'm seeing Joe Rogan have his cholesterol spike on national television. I'm supposed to be very excited. How terrible did he fucking look last night? Look, Texas, yeah. I get it. You know, you move there, you hope, well, this will be a nice change. <laughs> then you realize they deep fry everything. You're not supposed to drink beer that much. You get puffy. You need the judgment of L.A. You left it. You, you can't leave that judgment that <laughs> So, Dan, question for you. How confident did you feel about your picks? Uh, I mean, I, I felt pretty good about them because I didn't take too many underdogs. Um, okay. There were a lot of mismatches on this card. Like I kind of said, it was pretty top-heavy as far as like the pay-per-view was kind of <laughs> depending on those, those those three fights that everyone really cared about, and the rest were kind of just like, eh. So there weren't a lot of like very compelling matchups, and they kind of played out pretty much the way they all, all were supposed to, except for mm. maybe, you know, the main event. I think everything else kind of followed along with what was supposed to happen, except Rockhold didn't get knocked out, but he still lost the fight. You know, like I think we could have expected most of these outcomes. He also lost yeah. me money, just to remind the general <laughs> public. I had money on Rockhold early. I, like Kev, I have odds. to blame. I have to blame Dan for that phraseology because even you and I both laughed about this. But when Dan's like, this is a very top heavy mm-hmm. card. Mm-hmm. The next day when somebody was asking me about it, I was rolling and they were like, what do you think of the card? I'm like, they're asking me while I'm rolling. And I go, you know, it's a very top. Ah, fuck you, Dan. All right. No, it's fine. <laughs> Just order it or don't. I don't really care. But that's how you can tell I go into autopilot when I'm rolling and people are asking me questions where I'm like, dude, Shut I'm trying to like armbar the shit out of this dude. Like, let me have a minute. Kev. He says that he feels confident. How do you feel? And bearing in mind, you actually know the results. How do I feel? It's mm. difficult to say. Uh-oh. I presume, as you can tell, I've been watching too much of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but yes. like in the first <laughs> one, when Johnny Depp gets his shit back, 
I feel a lot like Leon Edwards, not when he won, but when he called his mom, because I happen to have already texted mine, the results of tonight's over under. That's how enthralled I am to announce that I feel like Forrest Gump after he starts cashing shrimp. I won, Raph, eight to seven. (laughs) The victory is strong. We both had Aang. We both had Pedro. I had Jared Gordon. He had Davishvil because I chose jujitsu and loyalty. We both had El Magnifico. He had Orangling. We both had Costa. Then I had Tybora. We had a Woods and Saldana draw before I had Pudivia Albazi. And while he also had Albazi, it was not enough to overtake the deficit caused by one, Tybora. Dan, how do you feel about this news? Well, I'm. That, that makes sense because there were a couple of funny decisions, and the I think the Tybora one was one of them, where there was a pretty clear draw. He lost that first round, ten eight, um, and I think one of the judges saw it correctly. But uh, that was definitely a draw, just like the other one was a draw. I forget, <laughs> it was like really hard. But yeah, dead. there there were a few. Uh, There's a little bit of funny business as far as the judges are gone, so not a big deal. No, I, I appreciate that Dan has gotten the full Trump. I screamed one. for seven times longer than Joe <laughs> Rogan, DC, and John Anik collectively. The whole group of them, I whatever seven times longer than that video is, that's what I did. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> lost it. So, yeah. before we get to revealing what the thing that Dan has to do now is, should we make a couple little clarifications here, Kevin? Because last week. Dan defined what a Kevin pick is. I'm going to allow you to now pick what a Dan pick means to you, Kevin. Yeah, a Dan pick is where you give it. Normally, you give something compliment, insult, compliment. A Dan pick is where you give the whole concept of picking four to seven insults. So it's it's super easy. It's just like, well, Paulo Costa would have won by more if America wasn't so determined and its spirit <laughs> wasn't in Rockhold's genes. And if maybe the name Rock wasn't intrinsically strong and cool. Yep. That's a Dan pick. Dan, your response. Uh, I'm, he's pretty accurate. I can't really argue with it. <laughs> so, Kevin, what does Dan have to do now that he has lost this? Uh, something about an instructional showcase. Yeah, he has to explain the power of verbal tap in a move. He has to showcase something that he he's inspired by us by to display. Dan, you're so good at this normally, but I do feel you might be taking a little bit of a hit losing to Kevin. I don't know what that does to your momentum. I guess I should ask. Said he lost to Ali. (laughs) Come on. Um, Dan, how do you suppose you will bounce back from this? You know, I, I I already kind of have it in the back of my head that like Kevin didn't beat me. Those shitty judges in that fight beat me because Tybura definitely did not win that fight. It was definitely a 10, eight round. I think the entire media had a 10, eight first round. So um, <laughs> I, I will, I will give Kevin some credit that he beat me by yeah. one. Well, if that's in the back of your one. head, what's in the front. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So I guess I, what I guess you're telling in the, me in the front is I don't like losing, but it's okay. <laughs> I understand that. Thank you, uh, Dan. I guess what you're telling me is, is that much like Leon Edwards and Usman, I guess it's bound that we're going to have to bring you back for a third time some point in the future. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in. Let's find a card that is a little bit more compelling all the, all the way around. It's a little bit more, uh, you know, middle heavy, and uh, I'm I'm down. Nah, it'll mostly be when I got to fill one in. But I'm going to find a time to bring you back in. I don't know when yet. We'll give you some space. We'll give you some time to get your mojo back. Luckily, but there are meantime, 647 more cards in <laughs> September. So. There's so many fucking cards to go through. Uh, Dan, do you have any departing words uh, before we sign off here, sir? Uh, no, I think next week's like the first weekend off for a while, so I'm kind of glad that the UFC is, is taking a week off, but I'm excited to jump back into the fights as soon as they're back, and I can't wait to get this win back. Beautiful. Kevin, do you have any departing words? Yeah, I do. When we were talking just endless shit on Mr. Hunsucker last week, perhaps you should have thought, Dan, in just a few days' time, I'll find myself in the same Pedro-like <laughs> dominance <laughs> And we should be more res- that should really broaden our horizon. That's it for me though, Raf. I think that'll 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 burn enough. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that'll do for compare a-, a win by by one Asterix Mark fight. <laughs> wow. A, a oh my god. Page tattoos getting knocked out. Winning's winning. Wow. Whether it's an inch or a mile. Do not make me quote more Kevin, fast Kevin, and you're the talking furious. to the back part of his head. Talk to the front part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> This is just adding fuel for him to be like, actually, the media was against me, too, this whole time. Uh, he's probably going to tell you to do your homework, which actually does work because he's a teacher. Not a bad idea. He's good at heel but hooks. <laughs> I guess what I'll say is this. Definitely yes. be my banner for a while. Beat beat uh, Mr. Hubler. I'm, I'm still fantastic at Connect Four, though, if, if you ever want to play oh, that. Jesus. Pretty, yeah, pretty no, much un- he, undefeated. Yes, against your kids because you put up a photo every time you crush them, and I still think that's the funniest yeah. thing in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty dominant against middle school children. <laughs> well, if they don't start <laughs> no stuff, won't be no stuff. You know, yeah. children. Well, I think that's going to do it for us, Kev. Hey, that'll do it for us tonight. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good bye. <laughs> you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is